everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it's a 12 questions version of the podcast with Az Gralla from Fury Race Cars, which is an unusual name for race team because it's not a race team. It's a chassis builder primarily for short track cars, but they have some other businesses as well. If you're actually interested in learning more about the team, I highly recommend the Kelly Crandall podcast where she's talking to Tony Urie Jr., who is a key part of the team. But anyway, since he's been with Fury, Kaz Grala has gotten three top 10 finishes in a short amount of time. I think only seven races so far. Unfortunately, his playoff hopes ended two weeks ago when the team was unable to make it to Kentucky due to sponsorship. And as you know, if you don't make it to every race in a season, then your playoff hopes are over. You have to at least qualify for or attempt to qualify for every race. So that ended. He, however, was able to find sponsorship for New Hampshire. So it's sort of week to week for him right now. And they're trying to find sponsorship long term. But uh, his team reached out and asked if I'd be willing to do the 12 questions with him. I said, of course, never turn down anybody who asked to do the 12 questions, certainly, because I'm usually the one asking. So I was happy to hear that they wanted to do it. Here's how Kaz answered the 12 questions. All right, everybody. I'm here with Kaz Grala. Kaz, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it course um the first question is how often do you have dreams about racing uh i'm not much of a dreamer literally in my sleep i I don't dream much but um i don't think there's ever a time i'm not thinking about racing even when i'm not racing i'm doing it online like a total geek or something (laughs) um so i my my whole life is racing that's all i got gotcha (laughs) okay um if you get into someone during a race whether it's intentional or not does it matter if you apologize I I feel like, yes. I mean, if someone gets into me, um, especially if it looks intentional, I do appreciate an apology. It won't fix anything, uh-huh. and I still probably owe them one. Okay. But, but I appreciate the gesture, so I, I like to at least uh, give people the satisfaction if it's intentional. If it's not, then, you know, they can deal with it. So, wait, you said you still owe them one. So, like, is, does it change the degree of how bad you owe them kind of thing, like if they've said something? I, I yes, I think the way you handle an incident afterwards completely dictates what the uh, ongoing trouble is between the two of you. Okay. What is the biggest compliment someone could give you? I guess I guess the biggest compliment that someone could give me is just saying that um, that they respect the way I race because I I try to race guys the way I would want to be raced um, whether that's from a contact perspective or just you know common courtesy on the racetrack I mean I think you have to race everyone as hard as you can but there everyone in the garage knows that there are a certain number of things that you can do that are just not cool to do mm-hmm. for someone else and um, so I try to avoid those things so I, if someone says that they enjoy racing around me I, I take that as a good compliment okay so nascar comes to you and they're like kaz great news we're bringing us big celebrities to the racetrack we'd love for you to like escort them around for the day host them or whatever for the race um who's a celebrity you'd be really excited about getting to host well i'm a big fan of the migos music and oh. i didn't realize that they were at the race at california yeah and i was pretty mad i didn't get to see them i had no idea they were there until after the fact so uh, I wish I, I could get to, to meet them and lead them around. So in an effort to show it's a health-conscious sport, NASCAR offers the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? No. No? No. Not a chance. You love your meat and cheese I, and milk. I, and 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, vegetarian, maybe, because uh-huh. you can just overload on some pasta and some cheese, which y- you cannot deny is amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you're taking cheese out of the equation, then that's a no-go for me. Okay. Um, okay, now it's time for the random race challenge. So I've picked a random race from your career, and I looked on Racing Reference, and you have to tell me where you finished in this race. So oh, gosh. this is the 2015 Loudoun K&N race. Do you remember this at all? 2015, yes. Started sixth, finished third. Started sixth, finished third. Wow. Sweet. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> this is a race that William Byron dominated pretty much, but you were able to move up. So it was just a regular race in 2015 <laughs> for us. Yeah. But no, I remember that one specifically because that was my home race, of course. So oh, I, I, I tend to remember okay. the Loudon races. Gotcha. Well, that was, I'm still impressed. Uh, who is the best rapper alive? Well, oddly, oh, I, I think you just said you're oddly. You I think Migos, we, so yeah, I think yeah, we I actually covered that. But yeah, but another good one that I can give you. Uh, I'm a big Twenty One Savage fan. Okay, so you like you definitely like the new school guys. Yeah, I, I'm more of a new school guy in everything. Like everyone's into these old vintage cars, the old music. You can attest to the fact that I, I'm totally into the new stuff only, gotcha. no matter what it's about. Gotcha. Um, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Oh, this is always a good question to read the responses of on your website. Um, well, the problem with this question is there is no politically correct answer. So I'm just going to have to go with, of course, my good friend Justin Haley. Because okay. I think that he would do me the honor of, of giving me the answer to that question himself. He would like to punch you, so therefore you'll just say him. Yeah, I, we just like punch, to give so each to other okay. crap back and forth. So okay. he's got it coming. Okay. Um, NASCAR enlists three famous Americans to be involved with your race team for one race. Big publicity push they're doing. They're bringing Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks to the track. You have to pick one to be your spotter, one to be your crew chief, and one to be your motorhome driver. So who do you pick between Taylor Swift, LeBron, and Tom Hanks? Okay. We're going to have to take our time here. So the spotter, probably Taylor Swift because she's got a pretty good voice. Okay. Then what are the other jobs? Um, Crew chief and motorhome driver for LeBron and Tom Hanks. Okay, LeBron, I'm going to go with Motorhome Driver. Okay. Because I think it sounds like it'd be pretty fun to hang out with him. Right. And Tom Hanks is more of a serious guy, and I think you got to be serious to be the crew chief, right? you got a good job to do. Okay. Um, so he'll be the crew chief. Okay, makes sense. Uh, what is the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? Mm, that is important. You always have to eye out the closest porta potty and bathroom before driver intros because you have to make a stop there before the race. And some tracks do not make that easy for you. Um, there's been times I've missed like the first word of the national anthem because <laughs> I'm on my way back from the bathroom. But um, I wish tracks would make that easier for you. They need to put porta potties where they're going to grid the cars because any time that there is a porta potty nearby, you'll see five drivers lined up before opening ceremonies to be in it. it's important all right i have a question playing off this i just did an uh, interview with denny hamlin for the last 12 questions and he was the first driver all year to go no you don't need the port pies just go before you walk out to intros he didn't understand why drivers uh need to wait till 